Welcome back to Shaw Family Issues. This is Francisca, the wife. Town business, when it do, is Dominic Shaw, the husband. Oh my gosh, we're back. Okay, we're back and we already left one time. <laughs> so we're back. So we can't say we're back like we never left because we left. Yeah, we left. We were so busy dealing with life. Life in general, kids, life, marriage, life. Don't mention kids, please. Well, that's why we're here. Because <laughs> yeah, we got issues. We got issues. <laughs> so we got issues. Anyway, how was your weekend? Um, it was interesting. Mother's Day weekend. <laughs> I rested. When why did you rest? <laughs> On Mother's Day? Because I drank a little bit too much the On day before. The day before. Mm-hmm. Would you like to care to Care to share why <laughs> on Sunday, Mother's Day, you decided to sleep on the couch for about ooh, eight, nine hours? <laughs> um, because so in lieu of the verses with Escape and SWV, the, the 90s is my favorite genre, my favorite era right. of R&B hip hop music. Right. Um, I decided to get a bottle a bottle of carlos rossi carlos rossi carlos rossi that's one of my oakland that's my berry people you know that is <laughs> and i drank way too much way too much <laughs> and while she was drinking she was trying to do our middle daughter's hair at the same time that could have been a disaster anyway <laughs> she drank way too much way too much yelling what? and screaming facetiming everybody yelling and screaming yeah oh she put on a show went yep. to bed and well literally had to get captured to go into bed yeah <laughs> yeah and then woke up and the room was spinning mm-hmm. head was pounding bad boom, boom, stomach boom, boom, was boom, boom, acting boom. funny Bubble thank guts. god i didn't throw up but and the thing is the word a weird thing about this was is that i had planned sunday to do something for mother's day i had it all planned out and looking back on it today I'm glad we didn't do anything on Mother's Day because <laughs> I think it would have been a disaster to the point she probably would have threw up at some point that Sunday. Yeah. It was going to be active. Yeah. I'm glad that we didn't do anything either. But I'm going to be honest, though. My Mother's Day was great just spending time with you, my kids, um, even though they get on my nerves. But oh. <laughs> you just been, well, really spending time with you is always a pleasure and an honor and a blessing. So that was her Mother's Day. That was my Mother's Day. So what's going on this weekend? We got a lot of news to get to. What what went on this weekend? Well, the mayor of Atlanta, she decided to chuck the deuces. After her first term, she she will no longer be the mayor of Atlanta. Yeah, that was shocking. Um, That news was shocking for her to to announce that she's not going to go for a re-election. And and we have opinions about why she's not going to do a second term. In my opinion, I think she has no help from the governor of, of Georgia and their constituency uh, in Georgia. Don't want to help her out. I think the COVID situation, you know, wore her down mm-hmm. because of the constant uh, changing of, 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 you know, state and federal laws that she has to go through to, to abide by them from face mask wearing to who's going to get the PPP loans and trying to keep businesses afloat, but at the same time, trying to keep everybody safe. Um, the, I mean, the the spike in crime yeah. in the Atlanta area. I mean, everybody's heard about 
all the robberies and gun and shootings at Lenox Mall. Man. Um, but there's been other shootings. Kids been getting killed. Yeah. Um carjackings. Carjackings. Kids been getting kidnapped. Yeah. I mean the other um racial <laughs> motivated killings. Yeah. Um, Rashad Brooks. Ahmaud Arbery, George Floyd, Floyd. and all the rioting happening downtown at the same time. Yeah, it's just so much going on. And I could see how she could be like overwhelmed. Worn down. Yeah. And then also, like, just to think some of the things that she kind of inherited, you know, from the last administration, the the, the public school system stuff. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. I, do you know her, her relationship with Kasim Reed? Was it good or was it not? Good? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he endorsed her or not, but. I believe he did endorse her, but what was their relationship like? I think they were cordial. But we also did read that Kasim Reed is thinking about the. He's thinking hat. about throwing his hat back in the ring again. He's thinking about it. And I know there's a couple other candidates as well. So. Yeah. But what's kind of interesting too, or scary or whatever people think, but you know, Atlanta is the, we don't like to say it, but it is a black Mecca, right? It I mean, is. It is. So, and Atlanta has had a black mayor since 1973. Yeah. And this potentially could be the last black mayor of Atlanta for a long while. Come 2022. Yeah. Which will be, I don't know. If, I mean, do you think it will be considered devastating? I don't know if it will be considered devastating. It'll be an eye opener. Like, Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. You know, if you're used to something for a long time and all of a sudden something changes dramatically as that potentially could be, then you're like, oh, okay, this is different. Yeah. It's going to be different. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, But where is she going? She's going to be doing what? I've heard rumors that she might, she was going to join Walgreens and board board of directors. Board of directors. Or she's going to take a break. Which I think taking a break will probably be her best benefit to recharge her batteries. I also heard rumors that she might uh, join the Biden administration. Well, that's what I thought because he didn't he ask for her to come. Well, he inquired her if she wanted to be VP. Remember that? Because mm-hmm. there was big rumors about you know because when he was looking for a VP, her name was brought up several times about being a potential vice president. I think she turned that down. But right, but when they ask those kind of questions, they usually try to fit you somewhere else. Yeah, and I think she didn't want to do that. She wanted to be in Atlanta. Yeah, so I'm surprised that that wasn't something that she was going to do. But we'll see. She may end up in the administration somewhere, maybe. or maybe doing something different. Um, we wish her all the best, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. She she did she did the best job she could do under the circumstances, circumstances she was given, and yeah. it wasn't easy. It was not easy. And, you know, Atlanta is a major city. It's a big city. Mm-hmm. And it is the black mecca of the United <laughs> States. So the eyes are always on Atlanta for yeah. some reason. The, it's the biggest airport here. The busiest airport. The busiest airport. There's so much going on. It's, it's, the, it's the entertainment capital of the, of, of the world. Of, of Hollywood. Hollywood's moved south. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And also, there's a lot of, you know, construction going on. A lot of housing building. The housing boom is is at a at a at an all time high it's right be, now. It's becoming a tech place now. Yeah. They're trying to bring tech down here, everything down here. Yeah, so. it's a lot a lot of stuff going on down here. So um all eyes are on Atlanta most of the time. I mean the the election, all eyes are on Atlanta this year. Yeah. Well <laughs> the state of Georgia, but you know, they put Atlanta slash Fulton County. Yeah. 
right in the bullseye. And it's going to be more of that because since oh, 2022, 2024. Ooh, yeah. So, I mean, this is, I can see this, be, this being a very, very tough role. Yeah. Because there's a lot going on here. It is. It's a lot going on. What else happened this weekend? Let's talk about the uh, the verses. Oh, God. This is your this is your territory Take right here. Take me back to 1992, 1993, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, uh-huh. 99. All right. But the verses was um, one of my favorites. It was um, Escape versus SWV. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I've always been an escape lover. Always. Uh-huh. Always, always, always. But... I, I you going through this this exercise, you realize how many hits for real SWV had. They did, and bigger hits. You know, like they work with so many different, so many different um, producers and writers too. Like, um, you know, they worked with Michael Jackson, allowed them to use their human nature, his yeah. human nature beat for their song. And I mean, they work with you know Missy and 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 uh, Timbaland and. Uh, I mean, just so many people, and but also it tells you how much Escape is so powerful too, because yeah, they didn't work with all those same those same producers and those same writers, and they wrote most of their music by themselves. They sure did. Um, so I don't know. It was really, really good. I had such a good. It was such a good vibe. I was dancing. I was singing and drinking and drinking. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm hoping that I'm hoping though they're talking about having a, a, a escape SWP tour now. They're talking about it. We'll, see, we'll what see. Ha- we'll see what happens. But I hope they do it because if they do, guess where who guess who's going this time? Who? Me. You're going? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because we had a bad escape tour situation. Oh yeah, the New Year's yeah. that was that was crazy. <laughs> we miscalculated that though. We did. <laughs> like we anticipate like going in there. It was like the concert was like a nine. We left the house about four or five. We get there at six for like three hours. We were in traffic, only moved a mile. <laughs> Kid you not. I mean, we moved a mile. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. I think looking back on it, we were left like around in the morning. Yeah. Got parking downtown. And we're there. Yeah. And we're just going to walk where we have to walk to to get to the concert. Yeah. But I learn. really hope I really hope Candy, Tiny, Coco, Taj, Lily, all of them, all y'all, please do a tour so I can go. Yeah, because I love all y'all's music. Like SWV, Escape, that's like the soundtrack of my nineties, <laughs> like ninety two to ninety nine. That seven year window. Yeah, like every like it was. I mean, I knew every song. I, I know every song. I, you you made it you made it well known while you're drinking. <laughs> I did, but even like I mean, I just like I can't even remember where I heard the songs or what I was doing around the time those songs came out. Mm-hmm. Like I remember every song, so like it was oh my god, it just felt like I was back at back at home in Seattle when I was in sixth grade. Right, that's what it felt like. Yeah, you know, it was cool for all the aunties and the TTs. That was y'all. That was y'all. Uh, two-hour window of yeah. nostalgic music. Yeah, but what does that do for you? Like this, when you go, when you listen to music that you that you vividly remember listening to when you were twelve years old. You literally, years old. you like when you when you listen to stuff that's been you know 20, 30 years ago. You always go back like this is where I was when this 
song yeah. came on. Yeah. This is what I was doing when this hit came on. Yeah. I mean, you just go back to it and for that one or two minutes, you just reminisce. Yeah. But I feel like for me, it's a little deeper than that. Like, I feel like it's almost like I, I, I'm actually back there. Like exactly. It, it's so interesting. Like, it really took, it really took me back a long way. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, I don't know. It, it put me in a different mood, a different spirit. Yeah. But it was so much fun. That was like, to me, that was one of my favorite verses. Um, it, was, it was solid. It very was solid. Yeah. And I love that I get to, we, I get to watch it on my television. And stuff. Now, yeah. Now it's on TV, so it can be on the big screen. Yeah. Instead of on your phone my for phone. two hours, yeah. quitting and like, who's that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I like the fact that it's, it's on television because now, you know, if it was on IG, you have all the comments coming up, like, you know, like bubbling up from yeah. the bottom. But it's on TV. It's like okay. It's like an actual show. So, yeah, they. I really feel like if they did like a tour, it would it would be like versus. No, yeah, I think I, I bet they they're they're working on it. Yeah, but see, it depends on who they can get. Yeah, because everybody everybody got an ego. Yeah, and uh, everybody want to work with everybody. That's when it comes true. to tour. But even if they do it like separate tours, like let's say they do like a, a vert, like a Erica Badu and Jill Scott tour. I think I think it'll cost too much money. Yeah, probably. Way too much. But money. I think at this time, because people have been been locked in the house for a year, there it's it's gonna be it could be like a really explosive money maker. Potentially, but you gotta have the money to do it yeah, because everybody's uh fee is different. Yeah. But escaping SAV, y'all know how to do this. Y'all been doing this. Get the tour together. Yeah, there you go. Get the tour together. I mean, there's so many other artists now that could even if they weren't on verses, yeah. Um, that could make this tour round out yeah you gotta gotta gather up the sponsors too she has been sullivan well she's a headliner herself though. yeah but you gotta gather up the sponsors too who's gonna sponsor yeah. the tour that's yeah. and the big heavyweights i mean that will just push it you know from the south to the north to the east to the west yeah that will get everybody off their feet into the to the theater wherever the venue may be but you know one thing that they have on their side candy is like the business guru she can get anything going yeah, probably for her and her group, but I'm talking about for everybody else. I'm talking for I'm talking for SWV Escape Tour. Oh well, yeah, they can put something together. Yeah, SWV wouldn't mind. No, I mean we, we don't know. But they wouldn't mind. You know, and I, you know, we we forget how these women. You know, SWV. You know how old they are? They fifty. Yeah, they're about fifty. They fifty. Yeah. I was thinking they were closer in age to us, but they really mm. aren't. No, oh, not at all. They really aren't. Oh, they're almost fifty. No, they are fifty. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm trying now, to be nice. No, Escape is not fifty yet. They're like in their forties, like mid for yeah. like 42, 43. Yeah, so they're closer to us, but mm. but Escape, but SAV fifty. Mm -hmm. Wow. But anyway, great verses, wonderful time. It was good. Loved it. It was it was it was very very entertaining. Very entertaining. So, let's see what else happened this weekend. Oh. Man, let me. I gotta get something off my chest. I'm going to sports now. <laughs> I got something to say. Now I see that Tim Tebow is about to sign with the Jacksonville Jaguars as a tight end, and I got a problem with that. And I'm gonna tell you why. I know I live off the theory of now what you know is who you know, and I know he knows Urban Meyer. With that being said, I can tell you about. Mm, let's go with about. Let's round it out. Let's say 45 tight ends are better than him right now that won't have the opportunity to showcase their skills for a team. He hasn't played tight end ever. And my problem is that when he was offered to play tight end, 
at New York with the Jets, he said no. Okay, fine. You want to play quarterback? Whatever. Come to find out, you're exposed. You can't play quarterback in the NFL. Now, eight years later, you want to come back and say, oh, I want to play tight end because I'm Tim Tebow 316. Mind you, for all you young folks, let me let me put my OG hat on. Mind you, he's not the first NFL player to have Christianity in front of his life and hold the and hold the good book. Last I checked, there was one of the top ten defensive players of all time, nicknamed the Minister of Defense, named Reggie White, who put Christianity and football together. For those for those of y'all who don't know, oh, yeah. So let's not let's not put Christianity and football like this is new. This is not new. So, but the thing is, is that he hasn't played football in eight years and you're going to give him a shot to play a position he never played before. And I have a big problem with that. Well, the reason why it's a big deal is because Reggie White, as good as he was, he was not a white man. That's true. Tim Tebow. And and, and, And also, and also, I don't mean to cut you off, but also he wasn't screaming, you know, Jesus in the Holy Bible many a times in front of TV either. Yeah. Because back then it wasn't much social media as it is now. Yeah. So well, go yeah. ahead. But I'm just upset when you told me that he got hired or whatever. Oh, he signed a one year deal, which is basically he a tryout. Said, which makes me sad because Kaepernick couldn't even get nothing. Oh, we know the hypocrisy of that. He couldn't get nothing. And yeah. he and he was in tip top shape. Oh yeah, he, he was ready to play. Yeah, and he couldn't even. He get, led a team to a, to a Super Bowl. He couldn't even get a, a smell yeah. of, of of the field. Yeah, and this fool hasn't played in eight years. Eight years, and he got signed to a one year deal. Yeah, because wow. he's Tim Tebow. Wow, he's wow. Timothy Tebow. Wow, he's that, Timothy the, Tebow. The, the same Tebow that that went on to play in in a, in a minor league baseball. He gave nobody in minor league baseball. I hadn't played baseball in high school. He gets hired on to play baseball for a couple of years to sell some seats. I mean, See, come on, man. And the, so to me, the privilege is, is is blatant. Oh, obviously. Um, this tells you that it really is not about what you can do. No. It's about obviously it's about if you're white, you're right. Yeah. And that's unfortunate that we're in this, we're still playing this game, but that's what it is. Yep. There's no way in hell that there he's better than a couple of tight ends that couldn't get trials or the tight ends that didn't get drafted or the tight ends that haven't played in a couple of years that actually played the position. Yeah. Get out of here. Come on, man. Yeah. And like Come you on, said, I'm not you said it, but we read it on some article about there was no HBCU players that Oh, yeah. Drafted. None of them got, yeah, yeah. No, no HBU players got drafted in NFL draft. Come on, man. You can find one. Yeah. One. Then after the draft, they sign, you know, they get the uh they be free agents. They get to sign anywhere on any NFL team. Mm-hmm. So a couple of them went to certain places, but none no HBCUs didn't get drafted in the NFL. That's why the Deion Sanders of the world and the Jeff and uh and um uh, Eddie George's of the world, sorry, are in the HBCUs coaching football because they see talent there and there's not getting the recognition that they need to get. So that's why Deion Sanders is pushing heavily and hard to say, hey, this is not about me. This is about getting kids down here that can play football equally or as better 
as the kids up in the Florida States and the South Carolinas and the Clemsons of the world. Speaking of Eddie George, you know he's married to SAB girl. I know. Just I knew to, that. Want to bridge that gap? <laughs> I knew but, that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's that's really messed up. There's people out there who really can play, and we know there's some really good players in the HBCU world. Oh yeah, absolutely. And they're not even getting a look. But this fool who hasn't been playing eight years, eight years, gets us gets a, a one year contract. Yeah. That is that just boggles my mind. The hypocrisy of, I mean, the hypocrisy of it all is just. So, so does that does that hurt your opinion of the NFL? It don't hurt my opinion. Why would it hurt my opinion? Because I mean, you've always been an NFL guy. You like the NFL. I you know like, the, you like but, watching it. I'm, and I'm, I'm not saying that there's not racism <laughs> in it because you always talk about well, you watch VH1. Yeah, true. But does that make you feel like? Man, what am I really supporting? Man, what am I supporting? I don't buy none of the NFL gear. I don't do none of that stuff. I mean, come on, man. I'm, I'm not stupid. Mm-hmm. I may bet on the game. Yeah. But I'm not supporting them. Like, I'm not waving my NFL flag. No, I don't do that. Yeah. It's obviously what they do. Yeah. I mean, come on. I'm, I'm not stupid. It's, it's really sad. I, I I really like. It's almost like I want to apologize to Kaepernick and be like, "I'm so sorry you had to be in a world like this." I think Kaepernick is doing just. He fine. is doing fine. Um, financially, he's great. He's but doing just fine. but his dream was stolen from him. I understand that his dream was literally stolen from him. But he has a bigger purpose down the NFL. He does, but his purpose is bigger, and his legacy will now be bigger. Yeah, but. It and, do, it doesn't diminish the fact that they robbed him. And over time, he's been he's been proven right. What he did in 2016 has been proven right. Right. Yeah. Since every since he did what he did in 2016, he's been proven right. Yeah. So history is on his side, no matter no matter what happens. Yeah. But it just it just makes me sad that they ripped this from him. Yeah. And made him feel like it was his fault. Yeah. Oh well, you know. But when, he, but even a circus around his tryout when he did have a tryout. Oh, well, it was it was BS. But they made it, it they, they made it feel like it was his fault. All the commentators, Stephen A, all them guys who were talking about how he had a circus. And then I wonder I didn't hear what they said about Tim Tebow today. Was they talking about it? Oh, you'll hear it tomorrow. I'm gonna, I'm oh, gonna, you'll hear it tomorrow. I'm, I'm gonna be paying attention. Play close attention once you're gonna hear tomorrow. Because trust me, they better rip them a new one for this oh we'll see because he should have should have heard them on the uh, on the radio today the radio show i listen to mm-hmm. the one in texas yeah in mm-hmm. san antonio you got a podcast i'll let you listen to it tomorrow mm-hmm. i won't spoil it for you but you're gonna be like mm-hmm. word for word that's right it, it's just annoying it's annoying um another thing happened this weekend j cole dropped an album Ooh. the off season the off season. but that's not what i want to talk about mm-hmm he is signed on the African Basketball League and is set to make his debut this Thursday. That's kind of cool. What do you think about that? That's really cool. Well, we all know that J. Cole can hoop, though. Sneak, little as y'all know, J. J. Cole can hoop. We saw him. In, I mean, we know he, we, he be playing in the um, that gym up in New York. Um, um, Rutgers? No, not Rutgers. It's, it's an indoor gym. All the NBA players go there and, you know, get a little game or two in. I forgot it's in New York. You know, my, my partner in New York, Steve, you know, he knows what I'm talking about. Oh. Um, he was up there balling. Yeah. Like, like seriously, balling. Mm-hmm. He, he he can hold his own. Yeah. Put it that way. He can hold well, his own. Well, we've seen that when whenever they have those uh 
Oh, excuse me. Those like celebrity basketball tournaments or whatever, and he be playing. Uh, he playing like one. I he know, but know. but you be but you know you can kind of tell like yeah. by a jumper. You can yeah. tell by how he moves a little bit. Like oh, he got a little a little game. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of cool. But this is this is not he's not he's not be playing there indefinitely though, right? He's gonna play. He's gonna play in the league like full time. Yes. Oh, you wow. the league. It's the uh, it's the African league. Wow, that they starting up for the NBA to get talent from oh, Africa yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna be in it. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I was like, man, I, I... it's kind of cool though how he he aligns that with his album release too. Duh, everything's everything tied in together. Yeah, you know that he's very very smart. Yep, very 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 smart. So that's kind of cool. Of course, I mean, why not? Yeah, wasn't he supposed to have a a a a Big Sean J. Cole album or something like that? or Oh, it's been all types of rumors. He's supposed to do an album with Kendrick Lamar. Oh, Kendrick Lamar. That's the one everybody like wants him to do. But he's not going to do it. Nah. He don't, he don't, nobody gets on his album but him. Mm. It's only his voice only. Mm-hmm. That's how he rolls. And everybody respects it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, it's his deal. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's cool. I'm going to uh, download the album and I'll wait a couple of weeks before I play it that's what i like to do because uh why not yeah i'm not in a rush to listen to it but i know it's gonna be fire yeah oh yeah he's he always has something amazing oh of course when he said when he talks you have to listen yeah he he to me is on the same level as kendrick oh yeah they're both they're both on the same wavelength like when they talk you have to you have to listen because they got something to say yeah and they don't come out all the time no they don't you don't see him in the media very often. You don't see him on social media ever. That, and that's why when they talk, you have to listen because yeah. they got something to say. Yeah. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. Yeah. What else is going on? Um, let's see anything else going on this past weekend? Nah, nothing else. Yeah. Nothing else. That's you know. Good. Yeah. Doing our doing our do. You know. Yeah. You gotta do you got you're you're a dude. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yes, yeah, so bring that out. that's bring one, it out. that's one reason why we haven't been recording as much as we needed to. Right. Because i everybody knows, I'm not sure if everybody knows this, but I got certified as a full spectrum doula. Um full spectrum means labor, delivery, and postpartum. Um, and I got I got certified in October, my birthday weekend of last year. But I just sat on it for a minute, and as of was it a month ago or two months ago? About two, two months, months ago, ago. Two months ago. I I, I booked two clients, yep. so I've been super, super, super busy. Yeah. Um, and my client actually delivers her baby on Friday. This coming Friday. This coming Friday. So I'll be busy the next few weeks <laughs> going after that. Yeah, and it's an experience. I mean, talk about like, let's say a day, a week in a week schedule for a doula if when you have a client that is pregnant and potentially can have that baby what are you doing as far as getting the woman ready for her birth okay so this is her my this client that i have now this is her first child um and she doesn't have much family here so what i've been doing is um i've been helping her um educating her on just the process of she's what she's going to what she's going to experience now every delivery is different but i can give her like what to expect when she gets there um also just helping her um 
pack her baby's bag, getting her baby stuff ready for when she goes to the hospital or she comes back from the hospital, packing her bag, um, getting her house in order, helping her organize her home to receive her baby. Um, she's eight months. She's, she'll be, she's due on Friday. So she's nine months pregnant. I also help with her dishes and light housework. And I'll be doing that as well when she gets home from with the baby. Um, and when she gets with, home with the baby, I'm going to be teaching her how to care for her baby, um, how to help wash her baby, feed her baby, um, how to maneuver her life with this new baby. So it's been an experience. I'm so grateful for it, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's yeah, I had my time. family come in. My husband went there with me uh, last week to help her break down her bed. And then um, it's just been something all the time. Like every week has been something, but it's been good. So I have to tell y'all what happens with during during the delivery. This is my first delivery. She's having a cesarean section. So I've always been the only the only experience I have with cesarean is me getting them. There you go. I've never been on the side of watching it or supporting somebody through it. You're not you're not gonna see what I've seen twice. Yeah, yeah. So now I get to be there and I get to be an advocate for her in this because I've had a good cesarean and I've had a bad one. Yeah. So I've seen every I've had every birthing experience. I've had a vaginal birth, I've had a, a great cesarean, I had a horrible cesarean. So I've had almost every, I mean, I've had every way you can give birth. I've, I've done it. So I'm excited to support her and future clients that I have or may have. That is an experience. It is. And, it, and, it, and this is her purpose. This is what she wanted to do. And I'm supporting her in every way that I can uh-huh. to make sure she is, she's right and she's good to go. When she meets her potential clients or her current clients. Yeah. All right. And other news for all my Marvel heads. Venom 2, September 24th, is coming out. And there will be Carnage. Ooh. I seen the video. I seen the uh, the trailer. I'm on it. It looks good. I'm going to the movies. Really? I'm going to watch it. Wait, is the are the movies still a thing? I don't care. They're gonna have it in the theaters. You it said so? the, it said theaters only. Oh, so Marvel's like, we're gonna bring you back. We're gonna drop this on you on your head. September twenty fourth. I'm on it. I'm there. Wow. Venom one was good, so Venom two should be. I if you're on par with one, that's fine. If it surpasses one, that's great. I I have high expectations for Venom two. Really? Oh yeah. What oh, about yeah. Black Panther two? That comes out twenty twenty three or twenty 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 four. Yeah. So, I I can't wait for that too. Yeah, it's but, gonna be sad. Yeah, it's gonna be different. I think yeah. people, a lot of people, gonna watch it. They're gonna be like, "Okay, what can you do now?" Since yeah, he died. Since he died. So, yeah. what are they gonna pull off? What is Ryan, the Oakland boy, Ryan Cooler, gonna do this time? Yeah. He got something up his sleeve. Yeah, he's very talented. He's very, he's very brilliant. But it's still gonna be very, very sad. It's gonna be sad. It's it, gonna be real sad. And it, it still makes me. I, I still can't watch the Black Panther right now because of it. I can watch it. I can still watch it. It's just now. It's just like okay. I have to think of it differently. Yeah. Because now when I see his face, I'm like, dang, what is he doing now? Like, oh, I forgot he gone. It's the same thing with like uh, every now and then with Kobe Bryant. Like, If I see a Kobe shoe drop, I'm like, what is Kobe doing? Like, oh, I got to catch myself. Like, damn, yeah. he's not here no more. Yeah, that's that was very surreal. So That was very, very surreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very, very sad. 
with Kobe. Yeah. Well, especially because you got the Hall of Fame coming up. That's going to be announced this week. Yeah. And then the, the induction will be in August, and Michael Jordan's going to do his induction. So yeah. it's it, going to be sad. I feel like it's like every, like around the time that he passed, it was like something else that had to be honored for him. Like it was like we never could rest because it was like always something else coming up. Well, social media reminds you of him yeah. every time. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It does. Oh, it's by like, the way, I forgot. Since we on Kobe, by the way. Him and Nike are no longer contractually yeah. obligated. Yeah, that's a that's a sad deal. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know who I ain't gonna take sides of it, but I think they could have worked it out if if they really wanted to. Yeah, I think that uh, <clears throat> his wife wanted more access to the Kobe's because I guess they wanted more people to wear them. And Nike's deal is they like to put a certain number of co- of shoes. Let's say mm-hmm. shoes out. And that'll be it. But what they didn't know, what they didn't anticipate, is this black market. Yeah. That is so big that you don't have to go to, you know, Nike.com to get Kobe's. You can go to the black market and get the Kobe's that you want. Now you're gonna pay a premium, but you still get the Kobe's you want. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So because also what people have done, they create these bots where they get like four or five pairs. Yeah. So they keep a pair and they sell another pair and mm-hmm. they make their money. Mm-hmm. So it's almost as if why buy a pair on Nike, StockX, you know, finish line, name the, the website where I can go into the black market or go to a boutique down in Atlanta somewhere and get those shame shoes. Might cost me four five hundred dollars, but I'm gonna get them. Yeah. And in my size. Yeah. But she but instead of that, she uh created a Mambasita um a uh, uh, clothing line. Yeah, it was like like a sweat, like a sweatsuit line. Yeah, yeah. And it was like four hundred dollars. Oh, is it? You know that? No. It was four hundred dollars to get a suit, get a sweatsuit like that. Yeah, no, I know that. And it was all proceeds was going to the uh, her to, foundation. To her foundation. Yeah. So yeah. all the NBA players bought them up. Yeah. It. It. Um. Yeah. Tragic. I mean, I don't even know if you can consider it tragic because it was. It wasn't like he was. It was. It taken. was. It was unexpected. Unexpected. That's a. That's a good. A good. Unexpected. Unexpected. Yeah. And I remember, like, I think from the from as long as we live, we'll remember when we heard that news. Oh, of course. And we were actually arguing, having a little spat, and yeah. I was on my knees on the the couch and talking to you, and I said, "Is this true?" Yeah. And you were like, "What?" Yeah. And it, it was almost like, "Why are we arguing?" Right. And we both just started to cry. I don't ever cried. I shed a tear. I was no, like, "No, you cried." No, I shed a tear. You I didn't cry. I shed a tear. You I shed a tear. You cry. I shed a tear, and I know when exactly when I shed a tear. When they said his daughter, his daughter, I was like, "Oh, yeah," because I have daughters. So I was like, "Oh, that yeah. hurts." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at first we thought his whole family was with him. Yeah, everybody thought his whole family, and then like it was like, "Oh, it's more people on the air and the, the helicopter." Be like, "Wait, more people." And you're like, oh, it was like daughters and fathers and mothers you know, on the same plane. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, I like. we do have to acknowledge that there were nine others yeah. on the plane. It mm-hmm. wasn't just Kobe and his daughter. Yeah. And I, unfortunately, because they, Kobe is a bigger star, he gets all the shine or all the whatever, recognition. The, whatever. the attention. The attention, that's a better word. But the other people were on the plane. Yeah. And it's just so sad to that they all lost their lives. Oh, you got anything else to say? What's on your, what's on your, yes, what's on your brain? I got more things to say. What's on your brain? So, you know, in 
the I've always in our marriage, in our relationship, and whatever, it's um sometimes I feel like it's kind of one-sided. Like you always concede to me. You always, you know, um, I don't know, whatever. But I just wanted to let everybody know I want to confess my love to you on this podcast and just let you know how grateful and how in love I am and in awe of you, your your greatness, your beauty, how amazing you are, amazing man you are, amazing father you are. And I'm just so grateful that you chose me to spend your life with. You know, if we was on video, I wish you would see my face. <laughs> I wish you would. I really wish you would. I should see mine because I'm getting ready to cry. Oh, no. No, not now recording. <laughs> no, not recording. But, not recording. But I really am just so grateful for you. And I know that I mess up a lot of stuff oh. with my emotions Don't. and with my, um, my thinking and the way I do things. And sometimes I have to call you to dig me out. And I so grateful that you don't just toss me aside. Like some garbage. Because mm-hmm. I, I am sometimes. You're not garbage. Stop it. Not garbage, but I okay. do garbage things sometimes. Your thought of thinking is weird. <laughs> yeah. But you always tend to just wipe me off and you be like, okay, let me help you, friend. And you just you just do it. You don't complain. You might fuss at me, which I deserve it, but you don't hurt me. You don't toss me aside. You hear that pause? <laughs> uh huh. No, for real. I, I just wanted you to know, with the witnesses of whoever listens to this this episode, that I absolutely. A hundred per hundred thousand trillion percent. I love you and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you came to Bellevue, Washington that one August day and uh-huh. we locked eyes. And we didn't lock eyes. You got, you you put my Jordan Five on <laughs> and I was pissed off. Okay. But that's a story for another day. Yeah, it's a story for another day. Anyway. But I'm just so grateful. Like I don't know where my life would have would be without you. Okay, you gotta save that for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. I, I wanna or make sure I do our it anniversary every day. Or, you know, Christmas, things like that. But that being said, I love you too. I really, really do. I know you do. Okay. I know you do. All right. Not right. We're not recording. We're recording. Put your lips back in your mouth. Kiss me. Look, there. Now. <laughs> I don't know if you can just hear that recording, but we lock lips. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. That's about it, man. We about to uh, call this a day. We're going to do this every other, not every week. Let's, every other week. Every week. I'm going to put this on my to-do list to get this done. So we reach out to y'all and talk to y'all and put some people on so we can make this a three, four, five, six-way conversation to like to get other people's opinions as well. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be awesome. So be on the lookout. Yeah, we got so much going on. I mean, we have an impending 18-year-old I don't want to talk about that. Um, (laughs) I want to get some some financial people, some 
some uh, investors. I want to get some. Uh, I know a couple of them. I know a couple of people who are into, you know, weightlifting and nutrition and stuff to that nature. And just people just on from not from the streets, but people just random people like like my wife and I just talk regularly. Like if we are at a in the backyard grilling with with a couple of bottles in our hands. So, yeah, be on the lookout for that. We're going to keep it pushing, keep it moving and keep it grooving. You heard? Yep. All right. See y'all later. Town business.